Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another bi-weekly episode of Chuckle Blushes. Um, I'm your host, James Gratton, and my usual co-hosts are the lovely Sash Steele. Hi, I'm Sash. I play for Tornadoes Quidditch Club, um, and I currently live in Leeds, and that's me. And I chase, and sometimes beat, and sometimes seek, and sometimes snitch. Master of everything, Sash. Um, and my other co-host is um, Zachary Cox. I play for Sheffield now. Not sarcastically. Yeah, uh, my name's Zach. Uh, I'm a chase keeper, and I'm playing for Sheffield Steel Fences Tournament. Awesome. And we have our guest today, um, the captain of Leicester, Gabri. Why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Hi, I'm Gabri. Uh, I've been playing for about two and a half years now, uh, captaining Leicester. I was coaching them last year, and I play beta. Good choice, good choice. Um <laughs> So today um, we are going to be talking uh, about Northern because everyone under the sun right now, with it being a week away, is going to we're going to just have our predictions about what we think is going to happen. Yeah, that little thing that's coming up, which we're obviously quite excited about. Um, yeah, we're going to start by taking a look at the groups. Yes. Um, so let's have a look at the day one groupings. Um, so start off with Group A. Apart from the obvious, um, who do we? Because who do we thinks uh, is going to make it through? Yeah. So uh, just starting from the top, I think we we are all pretty certain that Raptors are going to win this group, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. apart from that, th- this is probably the one that is most looking like a group of death to me. Like, there's no real group of death this year because, like. I don't think anybody's particularly scared of sea lions. Like, as a Sheffield player myself, I'm like, no disrespect to any of the gang there, but it's like Sheffield's 40th through 60th player. So, like, we're not we're not particularly impressed by them. In terms of the groups, like, I'm I'm really interested. This is this is probably the most contested matchup to me in the uh, in the uh, tournament. Uh, we've got Raptors, we've got Leeds, we've got Nottingham, we've got sea lions, and I think that knots. Leeds game is going to have a really big effect on how the tournament looks. Yeah, it's interesting. I wish I'd seen more of Knots. I kind of wish I'd been to East uh, East Mids just so I could like see. Obviously, I know Leeds fairly well. Um, I've seen their roster. Uh, I know it's pretty strong, but without kind of a basis for Nottingham, it's kind of hard to tell. As uh, Gab, were you were you at East Mids? I was at East Mids. Yeah. Uh... Although Nottingham, I mean, they look very good, uh, but they're relying a lot on physical quaffle play, whereas, uh, well, Leeds wasn't there, so I couldn't really compare them, to be honest. No, uh, they both fair. got one. They both got one very physical driver, as far mm-hmm. as I know, which is Tommy Ruler for Nottingham and uh, Josh for Leeds, Titan. Yep. Uh, so it might it might come down to beta play and who can set up their driver to get more drives in. Uh huh. 
Leeds are taking a pretty heavy beta squad, uh, beta heavy squad this year. Like a lot, I think they're probably, from what I can tell, they're probably going to be relying on having more beaters than the other team and just kind of wearing down the beaters. Um, so maybe that'll work. We'll see. I remember last year when Leeds played Leicester, there was a lot of kind of just driving up and down the pitch, and then the beaters were kind of making or breaking the defense each time. So it could, um, could be similar to that game, obviously with a knots instead but i'm not sure but it'll be interesting that's one of the ones that i'm most looking forward to seeing yeah so um with um not side um the two notorious beaters that i know for them have been um brandon and rachel um great players yeah mm-hmm. they, they've they've played a lot together and as a as a be- um playing as a beater together with a lot of someone that makes you very um, it means that you know exactly how the other person's going to react, and that could be the edge that may mean that while those two are on, um, they could control the Quaffle and Beta play. Um, but I agree with Sasha's point. It will come down more to Beaters, I think, for controlling the game. Yeah. So in terms of like numbers, I think Leeds has a lot of very solid Beaters. Like I, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure there's like ten black headband headbands or something on mm-hmm. the on the like Leeds that. roster, something like that. I mean, I've, I've only heard that from Sash. So, uh, and then what I'm looking at in Nottingham is like three very, very good players, all of which I consider to be sort of dev squad level. I mean, I don't think Brandon is technically on dev squad, but I'd, I'd, put, I'd put him there if I was Jay Holmes. And uh, I think the drop-off after those three players is pretty extreme for Knots. Like, not that there's a, they're a bad team. Both of these squads are good, and that's why we're talking about them going to upper bracket. And, uh, like, and I, I think we're pretty unanimous from what we've had discussed that we're expecting the team who loses this matchup to win the low bracket. Mm-hmm. Like, is that fair? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. So I, I personally think Knots are going to take it because I think that uh, Leeds don't have any beta firepower to match, uh, to match Brandon and Rachel. And I think that uh, Ruler and Titan can run at each other all day. I think it's going to be a really interesting game to watch. And this is actually the most exciting game I think in day one. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, th- I think um, what's going to be really interesting about this group is that you've got three teams that all really should be up there. Um, 100%. But, but the issue is is that one of those teams is unfortunately going to have to drop to um, the lower bracket. And yeah. that may that may wreck their chances um, if they get a bad draw in BQC. What sure. decides this group for me is, um, is George Matthews still playing for Leeds or has he, he retired? No, he's in Australia, isn't he? Yeah, he's travelling at the moment. In that case, yeah, I think I'd agree that um, Rachel and Brandon can carry it through, uh, especially with Snitch on pitch, because if George was around giving, you know, Matty Percival chances at the Snitch, mm-hmm. it would be a, you know, I'd be strongly in favour of Leeds winning, but uh, without George around, I'm not sure if Leeds have anything that can handle Rachel and Brandon, you know, in that crucial period. Yeah, for sure. George's leadership definitely uh, helped us a hell of a lot last year, and I think lacking that kind of presence is going to be a big loss to Leeds this year so yeah game changing stuff <laughs> cool um so that's a lot about um group a so then we have group b so we have the keel squirrels um leicester um preston and the sheffield steel fins which are their second sheffield second team um so predictions on this one we happen to have two experts on these teams in this very podcast, so uh, have at it, guys. 
So, uh, in terms of this group, I'm pretty sure that uh, Leicester are going to win. Like, I'm not saying that because I've got a guest here. Uh, I was at East Mids. I watched. I watched games with both Keel and Leicester in them. I watched them both play Nottingham and both play quite good games against Nottingham. I think at that tournament in particular, they did well. They came second in that tournament. I wouldn't say entirely because Morton was there. Like uh, Connor Simpson is a really good beater, and he was probably the strongest looking beater at that tournament. Uh, I'd say I was only there for the last two games, but uh, they both looked pretty solid. I think Leicester's going to take the head-to-head. I think there's just a little bit more depth in players uh, on Leicester. And then in terms of that third, fourth place, I have absolutely no idea. I think Preston and Steel Fins are going to have a really good game. But like again, I could see uh, Steel Fins or Preston having a good game against Kiel or maybe even Leicester. I'm not sure. It's going to be a close one, but I think it's going to go Leicester, Kiel, Preston, Steel Fins. Or maybe Steel Fins, Preston. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, Abby? Well, um... In terms of the Keel Leicester matchup, I think that uh, their chases are going to have to be doing very well because obviously Connor is very good, but I'm extremely confident in our beta lineup that we're taking. Mm-hmm. We've got um, a guy called Morgan who no one's really seen much of, but he's very good. We picked up a new guy called Marcus, uh, and then we're moving. I don't know if you know Zoe Harrison, uh, but she's making a move over to beating, and she's got an incredible like physical presence in the beta game. Is extremely hard to get a blood draw, so uh, I'm confident in the beta game. It's whether Keel's chasers can sort of, you know, drag them forwards. Uh, we mm-hmm. don't have any like true fast drivers at the moment, so if they can keep us pegged back more in our half, we might struggle to find scoring opportunities. Yeah, I just I'm I'm actually most interested in Preston. They they seem like. They feel they've got something up their sleeve this year. Um, I, I don't know anything about their squad, uh, so they could pull off some surprises. To be honest, mm. they um, Pre- Preston have a much well. Um, so it's after speaking to a bit of Preston at um, Baby uh, Dev Cup, um, I'd say Pre- Preston have a much bigger team now. Uh, they feel more like a coherent team that seems to know what they're doing. Um, I played with them at Cottonopolis, uh, Merking, and then I've seen them play um, at Dev, uh, Baby Dev Cup. And I do think that they certainly have improved as a team. They've got more people. They know what they're doing now. They've had um, a few of their players. So they've had two of their players on watch, one of their players on archers. So they have had some of that more training down, which um, passed down, which they kind of lacked Um in their years before because they didn't really have anyone who go this is how you do things so um i think preston will be a lot stronger um i think it'll certainly be interesting to see preston versus steel fins um but yeah. i whether they whether they do brilliantly compared to the other teams i don't know no that's fair that's a good assumption like that's a good assessment of preston i think i would be interested to see how they come together on the day. Like, me and Zach coached Steel Fins at the weekend and they didn't quite have a lot of cohesion from playing together, whereas Preston obviously will have more of that, so that could be a factor as well. So that'll be interesting. It could be, yeah, anyone's game between those two. I think that'll be another good one to watch. I I think Steel Fins are good, but unfortunately, because there's been a bit of a change around with some of the players and some of the teams that... Unfortunately, I just don't think that they're going to be um, have played long enough to just have that coherency that Preston will have. 
Um, anyway, let's move on to Group C. So in Group C, we have Durham Strang, uh, Manchester Manticores, the Derby Demons, Holly Rudd uh, Seconds, and Chester. So thoughts, because this is this is quite a close group. I guess if there was going to be a group of death, this would be the one in the terms of the fact that like these are all quite equally matched teams. So I guess my prediction is Chester to top it, and then between Durham Ooh. and Manchester for second. Okay, yeah, I think we've all. I think we're. It, I think the rogue element with this group is going to be how much Chester have improved since last year because they were like they're a they're a very solid team and we've they've had some very good looking uh Northwest League results against both Liverpool and Banger, uh, and then I think the other thing that's going to question this one is uh, what what does this Durham team look like because none of us know or we've we've got like a list of like people we think have moved and we think there's a couple of players who've gone to SQC a couple of players that are sort of flitting about is this a Dire Wolves roster is this a Durham Strang roster it is a mishmash and well it is a mishmash and what percentage of each is is running where like I think that's going to be the the, the question that kind of determines who tops this group. I think I think if it's looking like a Direwolves roster or a 60-70% Direwolves roster from last year, I think Chester takes the group. But if there's a couple of key players mm-hmm. from last year that I think Durham can stick about, then they've got a good chance to top this group as the first seed. For sure. I genuinely can't remember who's around. Uh, any intel, Gabby? Have you heard anything about Durham? I know almost nothing about Durham. I know an old uh, Leicester beater is now playing for Durham, uh, but I'm not sure how much that will influence how well they do, and you know, I've got no clue. Um, what Durham always used to do was sort of out-tactic the other team. Yeah. Uh, you, you saw it time and time again where they would just find different field positions or ways of getting past a team that you would think would beat them, getting past their defence, but now that Jackie and Bex have gone... I don't know if they'll have the same tactical thinking that they once had. I'm quite yeah. interested in Manchester. They Last Northern, uh, we played them in the play-in for the upper bracket, mm-hmm. and they really pushed us very hard, uh, especially, like I think it was Ben Mercer was leading that team extremely well. But yeah, they've got very good. very good, very physical players all around. And, I mean, they seem more physical than Durham at the moment. I think they could potentially grind a match out of them. Uh, so... One twos from people just going around the table. Uh, personally, I think it's going to be Durham Chester. Sash. Uh, Chester Manchester. Gabri. I want to play safe and go Durham Manchester. And then James. Yeah. Um. Same again. I'd say Durham Manchester. Uh, Durham and Chester. Okay, that's really interesting then. And I think at the moment, I, I from my tentative gaze, I imagine for most of us, the third team in this group is going to be looking at that upper bracket final pretty hungrily. Would you say mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Fair. Yeah, definitely. This is um just one of those annoying games where just everyone's so close matched. Yeah. Now that's gonna be good interesting to watch. Um, yeah, just a I mean, unfortunately, uh I don't think Derby's gonna do very well. Um they've lost a few more players this year. Um they they are a bit bigger now, but they've had to take on a lot of new new people. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to Group D. Um, so this is a very, um, a very. It feels like a very up north focused group. So we have Hollywood firsts. We have York, Glasgow, and now the moved Ridgebacks. Yeah. So just to clarify for people, from the original uh, groups, there was uh, the Northumbrian Ridgebacks used to be in Group A, which is the uh, Raptors, 
Liverpool, sorry, Raptors, Leeds, Nottingham, Sea Lions group. They've now replaced the Sterling Dumyart Dragons who've dropped out and they've now moved to Group D. So the Scottish group has, Scotland plus York has now become the north of England-ish, like the rest of Northern. So, like, the question for this group, I think, is, like, there's, like, a pretty clear 1-2 and then a pretty 3-4. Uh, Edinburgh York <laughs> what do we think yeah that's going to be the one to watch like obviously that's kind of a good match as well because they faced off uh, a couple of times now or was it just last year when yeah uh, um, Ollie Riley made me cry at Northern because he, he beat my ass in that in that group game <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah there's um there's a lot to prove there for York obviously also not being in a group of death for the first time and really wanting to finally break through to upper bracket and like, yeah. this is going to be their year to do it. And I fully think, I mean, there's no question that they will in that group. But uh, whether they can um, take on Edinburgh will be the big question. I'd really like to see them give them a good game. I think they could. I, I've heard that York are training really hard. Uh, the fitness is like through the roof, but I don't know too much else about their tactics or anything, obviously. Mm. Yeah, uh, I think this would definitely be a much bigger year for Yorkshire Shine. Like they are a ve- they are a very strong team. Um, I remember playing York in the sort of lower bracket finals of Northern. Um, the Sheffield we we just triggered, triggered we just lower bracket. We we, <laughs> we we just about like as Sheffield we were like oh yeah we might make BQC that's our aim and then we did surprisingly well and then. We found ourselves in the lower bracket, um, and then York absolutely trashed us. But it, it was a it was a good game, um, and then of course the re the grudge match um, in BQC. Uh, but I do think that York, if they can make it to a bracket, will um, could actually do quite a lot of damage. They've got their set uh, sights set quite high, so I think it will be an interesting one to see how far York can get up the upper bracket. Right. So, so Zach, can I can I ask you about um in terms of personnel because you've obviously had some first hand experience of York versus Hippogriffs, mm-hmm. um the in the driving battle the way I see it is you've got Caleb Pakeman and Tom Stevens against Dolly Riley yeah what who do you think's got the more potent sort of attacking line okay I would say that Riley is better at. Uh, uh, like uh, distributing it around hoops and while Stevens and Caleb just run at hoops all day I'm pretty sure that uh, Ollie plays smarter but Caleb and Tom are probably nearly as good as him if maybe Stevens edging close and then there's two of them which is the problem you mm. take one off the other yeah. comes on even you don't need that you can have them both at once and I don't think there's another quaffle player on on Edinburgh or in Scotland even that comes close to Riley's level. Like he's he's so good. The guy the guy oh, yeah, the guy agree, is straight yeah. fire. I think Edinburgh, uh I, I, I don't know who's gonna win the game. I think Edinburgh and they're both gonna have prepped like crazy for this game because they've known it's coming for weeks yeah. and it is as far as like both these teams are concerned, the only team that they're worried about in that group close, you know. Northumbria yeah. Oh yeah. And, like I don't think anybody's Grim Reapers and not to say that they're bad teams, but compared to these like I'm thinking top four, top five for both of these teams. Uh, I think I think Edinburgh takes it because I think there's York beaters are good, but I think that Nye is going to wreck people, and I think Middlemas is playing for them as well, and I think he's going to wreck people. Yeah. I honestly don't know, and oh. I want York to win, but I think Edinburgh takes it. That's the sensible part of my brain. Uh, so that beating was the area that um, 
I needed to have a look on because York. I think they've got an expansion beast. Yeah, uh, Lewis. They do. Yeah, Lewis Boast, who was playing for, uh, he was putting good games in on uh, West Mids, and then they've got Phil Brown, Mm. our famous uh, York seeker, and there's like a couple more they've picked up. They've got Hannah Dingham as well, yeah. backing up uh, Fran, who was Dev Squad last year. Like, I don't think there's a lack of beaters there. It's always been a bit of a meme with York. York haven't got any beaters uh, because you've got Tom, Tom, Tom and Caleb, and they just they look so good that you ignore all the good work that the York beaters are doing. But I think it's going to be a good game, uh, whatever happens. Like I can't. That's oh, yeah, that's definitely. my other one to watch for uh, for, uh, for for the. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be swim. Why? I think it's it's safe to predict that that'll be a swim match. Ooh, oh so. yeah, it's going to be a oh, yeah. swim match. Um, yeah, what's uh, Edinburgh Seeker game like? Because I assume they'll put uh, take Tom off Quaffle and put him on the snitch mm. as far as York got, goes. But they've got Trim, you know, the tall, uh, I think Norwegian player. Oh yeah, uh, they put they like to put Nye Seeking, yeah, and then they can put Riley beating. Okay, which is having played against that at BQC, it's it's actually pretty scary because Riley's a very good beater as well. Is there um, anything he can't do? <laughs> <laughs> I think um, it's a, a good point to know as well that um, Edinburgh first last year caused a bit of an upset when they beat Warwick in um, our BQC grouping. Oh, you were so, snitching uh, that, weren't you, Sash? I was snitching oh that. God. That was oh, a scary God, yeah. game. <laughs> wasn't there an overtime? Was there an overtime? No, there wasn't an overtime, but mm. there was just... No oh, I feel like there should have been overtime. I've remembered it with overtime because it was such a good game. I was sitting there losing my fucking mind in the sub box. I'm fairly sure that... I'm fairly sure there wasn't overtime, but like there were so many close calls with the catches. The beaters were just like it was the beater defense that basically like kind of made me look good because they were just constantly on it. Like seekers were going back and forth to hoops constantly. It was so intense, and it was basically kind of down to the beaters, really. And from my perspective, anyway, I obviously kind of wasn't paying attention to the quaffle game at that point. But like, yeah, it was a, it was an intense game. Of course, the Warrior beaters got like two or three yellow cards on the snitch and pitch period. They had to yeah. score against themselves, uh, which was very, which was interesting. Doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh man, that yeah, that'll definitely be a really interesting game to watch. Um, so moving on to Group E, um, so one of the smaller groups again, we have Na- uh, Tornadoes, uh, one of the big community teams. We have uh, Bangor, we have St Andrews, and we have the Liverpool Cannons. Um, our fitness grouping's a bit, a lot more straightforward. Um, mm-hmm. Tornadoes yeah. and Banger are like definitely uh, gonna make that upper. Probably Nados will uh, make the top and win all their games. Uh, uh, and and probably Cannons to come third. Sash. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, obviously slight bias, but I do like Tornado's chances. Um, we had a kind of middling Highlander Cup where we worked out a lot of the kinks with like some of the newer, like introducing newer people into the team. But um, we improved as the day went on and kind of how we played towards the end of Highlander was like solidly good. And um, I didn't see too much of Banger at Highlander, which is like, their most recent thing too outside of northwest stuff um but i don't know i'm pretty confident um just yeah we're gonna have to work for it but it should still be a good game yeah so i i would actually really disagree with what james said about this being a clear-cut group uh, i think tornadoes definitely in first place again i think that their 
Highlander performance left a lot for me to be desired in terms of a team that went to that went to EQC last year. So, mm-hmm. um, but I think like there's been a lot of training sessions, and uh, L knows how to get their shit done. So uh, I think that the the quality players in that team are going to bring a food. Still top in the group. I'm I've got question marks on Banger. Like honestly, I think uh, their Northwest fixtures have looked quite sloppy. They've lost to Liverpool and they've lost to Chester. Both quite convincingly, I believe. Is that correct? Like, yeah. like yeah. out not swim games. I'm pretty sure versus both of those teams. And then Highlander left again a lot, lot quite a bit to be desired. Like, I think there's a good team. There's a lot of good players on there, but uh, I think that that it's going to be it's they're going to have a bit of a battle on their hands if they've already lost to Liverpool in a Northwest League game. Admittedly, that was a home game for Liverpool, I believe. But uh, I think there's going to be after a lot of work down. I don't think you could ever count out St Andrews. They've got some solid players. You know, I think this is going to be a. This is going to be a, some stuff that's going to have to happen for Banger to make that. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard that it, it was fresher squads for both of those for all three of those games, but uh, I I I don't think you can just say oh it was freshers three times in a row. Like I think that you've got to be seriously worried, and I think it's going to be a re- an interesting game to watch. Like no shade against yeah, Banger, I... great team, but I don't think it's going to be as clear cut as you guys are making it sound. Fair. Yeah, um, for me, Tornado's uh, to be honest, one of the best looking teams in the north at the moment. Uh, They've they've picked up a whole bunch of really good players this season, uh, building on a core that was really pretty good. Um, I, I agree with what you're saying about Banger and potentially being turned over by Liverpool as well. Um, Liverpool have just looked consistently better and better and better. And it's every time we see them, yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I always forget that they're quite a strong team. Yeah, I haven't seen any proof that, especially with losing a couple of players, I believe Fabian's left now. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with losing a couple of players, Banger might might struggle. I was just going to say that looking at all these groups, I was like, oh, some of these are clear-cut. And then the more we discuss, the more I'm like, oh, actually, <laughs> oh, I don't know. So, yeah, it's exciting. Clarifying what I just said before, uh, I think that Banger's still going to get second, but it's not going to be as easy as you guys made it sound. Go on, James. Um, yeah, like, um, I guess to, um, I guess, retress my point, like, I definitely don't think that any of these teams could knock each other out of balance. It's just most likely. Um, like, I'd, I'd love to see, like, Cannons or St. Andrews, like, take on Banger. That'd be really good because Banger were, like, quite a top-tier team last year so it'd be good uh, if one of the lower teams could like basically just take their spot yeah just mix uh, things up a bit yeah um so and then on to our final group oh my favorite group uh, no bias here so we have uh the loughborough long shots uh sheffield squids the for the firsts um the Manchester Minotaurs, which are Manchester's second team, and Liverpool Catapults, which are Liverpool's uh, second team. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a lot of slack here, as even with my new Sheffield bias, I think Sheffield are gonna top this group. Hmm. <gasps> Controversial. This is this is deliberately bold, perhaps edgy. I'm a I've got like I've got I've got a lot of question marks around Loughborough after that bit after they. What did they do? Like, did they come fourth at East Mids? Was it? They came third. third. Okay, it was. It was. It was. Was it Leicester who came fourth? Yeah, Leicester. Yeah, oh, okay. My apologies. Still, I have a lot of question marks about this team. I really think, as a team that has played with a lot of Loughborough players on it and has been in a game without Bill Orridge, I think it's going to be really hard for this team to pull together. I hope they have. I really hope they do, because they're a great team, and I've really, I, I, I know a lot of the players and I like them, but uh, unless, unless they pull their like unless they there's a real step up from uh 
the level. I think Sheffield are going to take it, honestly. Okay. I mean, swim game, but I think Sheffield have got it in them to perform like a substantial upset here from the team that came fourth at Northern last year. Is anyone going to follow that? Sorry, I don't yeah. think. Leicester was down in Loughborough a couple of weeks ago to just do a joint training with them. Mm-hmm. And they still play their style. You know, they still get around your hoops and pass around and look for a scoring opportunity. They're still as physical as ever. Um, but without Bill putting in the long shots that, you know, he's quite famous for, you know, just having three tacklers hanging off them and putting it through the hoop from, you know, the keepers online. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see how they pull together. They've got Frankie beating now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Frankie's an expansion beater and she's annoying yeah, as hell fun. to play against that beater because you do something and she clears it up so quickly. She's got that speed, she's got that uh, game sense. But after Frankie goes, um, I don't know how much depth they have beating. And although chasing, they've got their normal physical, very fast lineup. I don't know if they have any players that will really step out and put in the goals for them. You know, they'll get into position, but can they convert it into points? I'm not sure. I know nothing about Sheffield, by the way. I know absolutely nothing. So uh, I mean, yeah. I am I am going to be very vague with comments here. Um, I'm probably not going to say too much. Hence, otherwise, Eddie might come find me and <laughs> probably rip my throat out. Um, so all I'm going to, um, yep, yeah, just to point out that, yeah, Loughborough have lost a couple of their, um, players that were caught to their, um, sort of squad. We all know that it kind of shifted around a little bit. So I think it will be interesting. Um, yeah, um, I think it will definitely be a good match. Uh, quite a lot of people have just said that, oh yeah, Loughborough's going to take squids, but I definitely think that we are going to fight tooth and nail for this. Uh, we have a nice group, so we're really gonna. This is this is our game. This is this is our game to um, see what damage we can do and make our mark as a first team. Um, my one, uh, if if I could give advice, um, my one point about this is if the Loughborough beaters get on top of the Sheffield beaters, then I think it will be really really hard for Sheffield uh, because. The Loughborough Chasers, when they've got no, those no-bludger situations and they get uh, into your hoops and they're just running at you, it is quite hard to sort of stem the tide. Mm-hmm. So the, mm-hmm. I think the beta battle is going to decide that game. You best be uh, uh, working hard, James. You best be getting... Ah, uh, no pressure then. No pressure. <laughs> Good luck with that. One thing I'm looking for from Sheffield is a step up in terms of like what I refer to quite ridiculously as quaffle pizzazz, like sort of playmaking stuff, because like the two big names on the Sheffield quaffle roster last year were probably Yeah, which Mike we've Val. lost now. Val's yeah. gone back to France, Mike's gone to Raptors, so what is 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 there something mm-hmm. left? I want to see it. Like I think I think it's gonna be a really close game. I, I, I kind of want both teams to win. I I'm not gonna be watching and cheering, I'm gonna be sitting there very quietly. Because I've got a lot of friends on Loughborough as well because of Archers. So I wanna see both teams step up and I wanna see the best team win. So I was going to say, so what are we thinking between Loughborough and Chef for the top? I'm, I'm not going to comment on this because of <laughs> obvious bias. Uh, I've, I've said Sheffield, but I feel that was just being me purposely. Actually, Loughborough is still going to take it. Oh, I don't know. I'm having serious inner conflict on this one. Gabri, Clint, Clint, do you want to set my mind free? I, I want to call it, just based on my experience, which is to say nothing with Sheffield, Loughborough winning a few points out of swim. swim. Okay. Okay. 
I think I'm going to say Loughborough just because they, they have the edge of it, a bit more experience as well. And like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'd agree with uh, Sasha's point. We're, we're not the oldest team on the block. So uh, we'll have to see whether the youngins take on the olden spot. <laughs> uh, Zach? Real grudge match, though. Manticore's mm. catapults. Yes. Um, Who takes that? Yeah, so both second teams um, playing each other. That will be very interesting. It's a um, Cheshire off, right? Is is Liverpool in Cheshire or is it in Merseyside? I'm not sure. Whatever. It's it's a northwest off. It's it'll be it'll be great, and I'm sure. I I don't know because we have no roster information, but it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. I reckon Liverpool will take it because I think Liverpool's first is stronger than Manchester first. Yeah, that makes sense. Question I mean, mark. I yeah. I played um the Chaucer's in Baby Dev Cup and um the Liverpool that the team that they'd brought. Um, I think which was a combination of first and seconds. Um, they weren't the greatest, i got to say. Um, maybe they've improved now, but it just didn't feel like half of them knew what they were, um, knew exactly like what what they were trying to do on pitch. But mm. So I think maybe the monitors may just about steal it on that one. Well, we shall see, I guess. Uh, do we want to quickly just talk about... Dev Cup? Who's going to go to Dev Cup? Yes. So so it's nine teams. Is that correct? Yeah, it's, yes. it's nine. So it's 25 going to Northern, and I think it's 16-16 from Southern and Northern. It was going to be 17 Northern, 15 Southern, but I think since two Northern teams have dropped out, which was uh, Sterling and, North, and uh, Northern Lights. Sorry about that one. That was my bad. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be uh, 16 from each, so we're predicting the top, the, the lowest nine teams, or the easy way to do it is the top four teams from the low, the top four teams from the low bracket. So for me, I think it's gonna. This is my list that I've worked out. I've got uh, the winner, the loser of Chester slash Manchester, and then the loser of Leeds slash Nottingham. I think that that's the final, and they whoever wins that takes the bracket. Uh, I think that it's probably gonna be Leeds, but I don't know Leeds or Nottingham or whoever it is. I think that's the stronger pairing. Then mm-hmm. Liverpool, and then the winner of Preston or Steel Things, I think, is going to be the, and that's that's my own uh, that's my own sort of bragging there. And then that for me that leaves the teams that will be remaining would be the other of Steel Things and Preston. It's going to Dev Cup now. Sea Lions, Snidgets, Minotaurs, Catapults, Ridge Bats, HH Two, Gar- Derby, Grim Reapers. That's my nine. Um, I think I'm just going to straight up agree with that. To be honest, that's kind of more or less why I had written down. So yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, pretty much my list. Although, yeah, I think that um, final spot is going to be between um, Steel Fins and Preston. So yeah. maybe we see a grudge match on the second day. Fight and get out. That would be very good. I want my my good boy Steel Fins. No, but it, it it won't be like that, will it? Because it's going to be it's all going to be based on the QPD per minute stuff, which is just going to be a, it's a mess to predict. It's why we can't actually do these rankings because. When it's sort of maxed, you can sort of try work it out. But when it's QPD per minute, there's no cap, and it all just goes haywire in terms of working out who's seeded where. Like, honestly, I don't think I've got a clue. Uh, but Gabri, have you got any contributions different from that for your Dev Cup? I completely agree with your first, second, and third. Uh, my my only thing is, um, firstly, do Sheffield beat? Does Sheffield seconds beat Preston? Um, do you think? So at Baby Dev Cup, um, 
Steel Thins beat Preston. Um, but oh, it's right. important to note that um, the Steel Thins uh, the, St- the Steel Thins teams had a few players who were going to go to first, and this was just uh, here. Let's stick you in so that you can get some experience. Um, and also, a few people have been moved up from seconds to firsts, um, just to try and combat Loughborough. And I would also um, question: uh, Do Edinburgh seconds have a chance against Sheffield seconds or Preston? That would be my other pick for someone who could oh, potentially okay. make it. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I've not ever sat down and worked. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think Sheffield seconds uh, are uh, and Preston are going to be the. I think. I honestly don't know. That's my question about the Dev Cup, but it's not never going to work like that because it's going to be who actually, if two of those teams draw into each other, if there's a situation where the Chester or the Manchester draw into Leeds and Nottingham in the in the sixteenth finals, not the sorry in like the yeah in the six in the group of sixteen or whatever, not the uh, not the final, then it all changes completely differently. So it's a bit of a mess, really. Like we've got no idea, but those are the four strongest teams. Like if impose a power rankings, not bracket play. I think that that's who that's what happens for me. Um, okay, so um, who do we think is probably going to come um, come in that top? top f- um, sure. Well, who do we think is going to come top in the lo- in the lower bracket? Oh, lower bracket. Uh... Whoever whoever loses the Leeds slash Nottingham fixture, which in my version is Leeds, but could very well be Nottingham. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Yep, I'd agree as well. It's just unfortunately an overstacked yeah. Um, yeah. group. Any bets on second? Who they might face? For me, either Chester, Manchester firsts, or Durham, depending on who wins that yep. group. Yeah. 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 Or potentially Liverpool first, depending on if they you know pull something really good out of the bag. I've got Liverpool down as my third. Yep, that works. Okay, um, so if we're all in agreement on that, who do we think is going to dom- dominate the upper bracket? So... I'm just going to scratch my <laughs> oh, beard here quickly. I wonder, and... I wonder who um... might actually win uh, Northern Cup. It's going to be so difficult to, to guess. I mean, yeah, I'm sure we're giving the Raptors quite a, a hard victory boner right now. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, they're, they're yeah. okay, I guess. We haven't mentioned a single name of a person on Raptors in like a 45-minute podcast, That's so I think the, we should yeah, continue just, not stroking their egos and move on to who right, we think actually. gets second. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. the clear-cut kind of deal, to be honest. No, my top predictions are Raptors to win, uh, Hollywood Hippogriffs first to come second, Tornadoes to mm. come third, and then fourth, uh, maybe York. That is exactly what I've got, Sash. Yeah, Anybody got any development on that? Um, well, depending on how the bracket works out, I think I think if Tornadoes are on the opposite side of the bracket to Raptors, then they will meet in the final. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, agree with that. Yeah, and basically if Tornadoes are on the same side, which is how my bracket's worked out, then they'll come third. Uh, but from that, Edinburgh first and York are two very strong-looking teams. Um I mean, I, obviously, I like to throw in Leicester, but, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, uh, you know. Yeah, basically, those are the four strongest looking for me. Um. Yeah, uh, I can't really uh, disagree with that. I mean, I'd like to say that um, Sheffield first comes in and clears all the competition out of the water. <laughs> and Nabs' owner can only get so hard. <laughs> Jesus. Dream big, James, dream big. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we won that EQC spot. Um, obviously, <laughs> Peggy Cook's already bought the tickets. <laughs> and so I've heard. <laughs> I'm gonna keep uh, making that joke for several years until Sheffield actually go to EQC, and then I'm gonna feel like an absolute fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> right. I'll tell you what, next year, next year when I'm properly back, we're get we're gonna uh, we're going to get them up there. Um, sure. Yeah, I I think uh, it will be a close one between Hollywood Thirst and Nados. Um, Nados have the better experience, but of course Hollywood Thirsts just have an all-round naturally good uh, mm-hmm. player um, selection of players. Whether we see like another sort of uh, Hollywood Thirsts taking on the Titans and winning style that like they did with Warwick, uh, that'd be so good. I'd, I'd, I'd become Ooh. Scottish for that. <laughs> We're kind of all in agreement about the top couple of teams, and it's kind of basically just how how the brackets fall on day two, I guess. But for real, but for real, I think that legitimately, this is a really shitty way of determining who goes to EQC. Because yeah. basically, yeah. we have Raptors who we know are going, and I don't think anybody in their sane mind would question. I think they're probably not going to drop a game this tournament. They didn't last tournament. They didn't at BQC. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, at the moment, the person who gets to go to, to where is it this year? Germany? Maybe. Is determined by who, by fluke of luck alone and by seedings in QPD per minute and how, how competent one snitch runner is that could drag the game out by a minute and a half because of how QPD per minute works is just going uh, to it's, it's just decide who goes to Europe. And I think, I don't, th- I don't like it. I really wish we had that third spot. I really wish there was a qualifying tournament that had some kind of a... Some kind of way of determining that second spot more fairly than who places in the final. Yeah, I agree. It's it's an interesting yeah. really, but that that yeah. third slot is the um is the big issue, isn't it? Because if you're if you play really hard on the first day and you get into the semi-finals, you used to be able to play for the third slot even if you met Raptors in the semis. But now uh, you meet Raptors in the semis, you don't go that's to it. you don't go to Europe. That's that's just the way it works now. And it also gives the the silver, whoever's going to come second, it doesn't give them an excuse to play, and it also doesn't give the third, fourth playoff any any reason, anything to play for, apart from that bronze medal, you know? Yeah. You're no longer playing for your EQC spot, you're just playing for, you know, a bronze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You literally don't benefit from it uh, at all now that you can't, compete for Europe in that spot. Yeah, it's a well, shame. we can't really complain about it because... Uh, sorry, Sash. Uh, no, I was going to say, much, much, much less drama, con- much less heightened of it, of much less of a heightened sort of climactic end to day two. But it's a shame, but hey, that's just how it is, I guess. But we can't complain about it because actually it's not a QK thing at all. It's been imposed to us by Europe and we can argue about how EQC should be seeded <laughs> all day, but we're probably not, you know, that's not a thing to talk about on a Northern Predictions episode. Has yeah. anybody got any other points they want to make? Um, no, agreement with you. Um, all the four teams that we've listed all have a all well, all the three other teams do should all be able to be confident to go to EQC. But yeah, looks just going to decide who goes through. Unfortunately. So, just a quick disclaimer: uh, if you've watched all forty-something minutes or listened, sorry. Just a quick disclaimer, if you've listened to all 40-something minutes of this podcast, we've probably offended you at some point. I probably said your team was trash. Uh, Sash probably underpredicted how great you were. You know, James didn't say you were going to top four at, uh, at BQC. 
you know so that's that's life uh, with we're trying to be as honest as we can we're being fair to people if yeah. you do have any complaints feel free to comment below and tell us we're idiots and all the players and you're a really yeah. good fresher roster well i mean hopefully they are hopefully we come away next and week and we're like oh my god we were so young like how could we have got it so embarrassingly like upside down like that would actually be great if we could if we yeah could do please that. please prove us wrong please make us all look like idiots yeah make us look like idiots please. by all means <laughs> Um, okay, so that brings us to near the end of um, our super long episode this week. Uh, so just a quick roundup. Uh, yeah, as we all know, Raptors are gonna win everything. Um, like we've prescribed it to fate. There's nothing that could be done to uh, to stop the the pink cord. I mean, if so, if someone if someone takes on Raptors, please do. That would be. A, I'm I'm sure a lot of people in the whole of the UK would be cheering for you and hail you as heroes. Um, I think it might break them. They've probably forgotten how to lose. Like legitimately, if some if like if some miracle were to happen and somebody was to beat them, they'd probably all just tilt off the face of the earth and retire. Like legitimately, I've no idea what would happen. Uh, I I I just good luck to everybody who plays them and have fun with uh, QPD per minute and Lucy Q full court pressing you every minute. It's going to be so much fun, and I'm happy they're not in my group. Yeah, um, so yeah, um, highlights, Leeds versus Knots, that'll be interesting. Sorry, York versus Hippogriffs, um, and what's our other third match to watch? Uh, Loughborough, versus, uh, Loughborough versus Sheffield, and then finally, just because I have a big old heart, I want everybody to come watch the Steelfins Preston game, because I think that's going to be great fun, even if one team loses very badly, my team. I think it'll be a good Gritch match, and I think it will be close. Um, right. All right. Any other games today you want to contribute, Gab? Uh, Durham, Manchester, and Chester. Yeah. All, all those matches, and then maybe, so maybe Bang and Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Good calls. Yeah. So those are the games you should be watching if you're spectating. Uh, we'll see you all at Northern because we're all going to be there. Yeah. If you have any questions, if you want to guest on Chuckle Budgets in the future, come and chat with us. We love. I've always wanted to be approached by a fan who only knows me for my work. Can we set up a fine pit store? Please don't. North that North ego can't possibly get any bigger. I can't handle it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to walk back onto the train home. Just my screams of adoring so fans chasing Zach down. Right. Thanks for watching, guys. See you next week. Right, um, next. Yeah, and yep, thank you, Gabriel, for, for coming on. Yeah, thanks for letting me speak. All right. Nice. And hopefully we'll see you all at Northern's, or if you're too southern, um, we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.